In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. I'd like to welcome you all to our Perseverance Family Conversation. I'm your host, Father Ed Broom, OMB, Oblate of the Virgin Mary. And as always, it's great to be with all of you. So I'd like to start our conversation, as always, by inviting Mary to be with us. Mary is the Mother of God. Mary is the Mother of the Church. Mary is the mother of each and every one of us. Also, we cry out to Mary in the Hail Holy Queen, that Mary is our life, our sweetness, and our hope. So let's um, invite Mary to be with us, to pray for us, as well as to be with us as we strive in our daily life to get to know and love God more and more each day. The prayer that <coughs> Mary loves most is the Hail Mary, also known as the angelic salutation, because she was greeted by the angel, Archangel Gabriel. So let's um, lift our hearts, our man- minds to God through Mary's prayers, as we say, Hail Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for our sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Now I would like to invite uh, to be with us in our Perseverance family, our spiritual director. What a blessing it is to have, as our spiritual director, the the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit has many names. He's the paraclete. He's also known as the gift of gifts. He's also known as our consoler. He's also known as our counselor. Holy Spirit is also known as our spiritual director. And um, St. Paul reminds us in Romans chapter 8 of the importance of our spiritual director, the Holy Spirit, especially in prayer. St. Paul in Romans chapter 8 says, we really don't know how to pray as we ought, but good news. The Holy Spirit intercedes with ineffable groans, so we can say, Abba. Abba, which means, Daddy or Father. So let's uh, invite the Holy Spirit to be with us, to give us a lot of light in our intellect, the fire of divine love to burn within our hearts. As we pray. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and enkindle within us the fire of your divine love. Send forth your spirit, and they shall be created. And thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. 
O God, it did instruct the hearts of your faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit. Grant us that by the same Spirit we may be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolation to the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. St. Michael the Archangel, pray for us. St. Gabriel, pray for us. St. Raphael, pray for us. St. Ignatius of Loyola, pray for us. St. Francis Xavier, pray for us. St. Maria Faustina Kowalska, pray for us. St. John Paul II, pray for us. All God's angels and saints, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. So we welcome you to our Perseverance family because the family that prays together stays together. So we always start out our conversation by praying to Mary and praying to the Holy Spirit. Then we have a litany of saints too. And to give you encouragement, I promise that I'll be praying for you. I'll be praying for you. They're the greatest of all prayers. And that prayer is, my friends, the holy sacrifice of the Mass. There's no greater prayer in the whole world than the holy sacrifice of the Mass. It is the prayer par excellence. And how grateful and thankful we should be for the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Now, I'd like to pray for all of you and place all of you on the altar. With the following intentions. The first intention I'd like to offer will be I'd like to pray for all of us that we would be open that we would be open to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit. Perhaps we can say this short prayer during the course of the day. That prayer is come Holy Spirit come Come, Holy Spirit, come to the heart of Mary. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit, come to the heart of Mary. 
My next intention, I'd like to pray for our families, for our conversion. Our families, for our conversion. Jesus says, be converted because the kingdom of God is at hand. I'd like to pray also for our sanctification. Jesus said, be holy as your heavenly Father is holy. And for our sanct and for our self our salvation. And finally I like to pray the most important intention which would be to pray for the dying. Within the next 24 hours, people will be dying throughout the world. Perhaps many are not prepared. Let's pray that they would be saved. Jesus says, What does it profit a man if he gained the whole world and lose his soul in the process? I'd like to pray for the dying that they would entrust themselves to the infinite mercy of God. Give thanks to the Lord for his good, for his mercy endures forever. So giving a brief catechesis on the most sacred heart of Jesus. My reflection today would be, you see in my studio here, there is the image of the sacred heart of Jesus. There I can illuminate it a little bit better, I think. There you can see the sacred heart of Jesus in, on the wall. Today my catechesis would be, Spend some time just contemplating the sacred heart of Jesus, the image you have possibly in your in your home. And look at it. It has the cross above it. It is encircled by light. The sacred heart also is surrounded by thorns. And then there's a hole in the sacred heart because it was pierced with the lance. And tell the sacred heart of Jesus how much you love him. You get in the habit of making frequent spiritual communions during the course of the day. If you go to two Masses, you can receive communion twice a day, but you can make as many spiritual communions as you like. As many as you like. So that's our brief catechesis for today. Let's jump into the readings for today. Like to invite to be with us to of our friends, here is, here I have a statue 
of the saint that we've been reading about during the course of this week. And this is the Archangel Raphael. You can see that he's has a staff as well as he has a fish in his hand. So we'll invite him to be with us today. Then I have another statue. This is a statue of St. Michael the Archangel who is crushing the enemy which is Satan. These are very important angels as we enter into our conversation today. So, during the course of this week, the church has offered us the book of of Tobit to meditate upon. And there are many there are many very many messages that are given to us through this book of Tobit. The overall summary of this book can be divided into two tragedies that are resolved as a result of the intercession of God through the mediation of the Archangel Raphael. Now, I'd like to just summarize this for you. First is the good man, Tobit, a pious man, a prayerful man, a man of the family, has a very beautiful heart. When when he's celebrating a feast day, he's got the table prepared. He wants to invite a, a poor, pious Jew to sit down at the table with him. His son goes out and he sees that there's a man that has been strangled. So Tobit goes out and he brings the dead man into his house. With the intention of giving him proper burial. So we see Tobit working hard in helping the sick and burying the dead. One night he's so tired that he falls asleep with his eyes open and the birds leave their landings in his eyes and he ends up by being blind. And people are calumniating him. So he's suffering very much. He's blind for several years. He arrives at a point where he doesn't want to live anymore. He prays to God and says, God, take away my life. I cannot put up with this anymore. Life is too hard. Simultaneously, not far, not too far away, is a relative of Tobit. And it's the family of Sarah. Their last name is Ragowell. 
And Sarah is suffering incredible torments. Sarah is, she feels called to the married life. But something happens. Every time that she's about to consummate her marriage, she goes into the wedding chamber with her prospect husband and her prospect husband is killed. Not once, nor twice, nor even three times, but it happens seven times. So Sarah loses seven prospect husbands. To add insult to injury, Sarah has in her home a servant, a maid. And the maid ends up by insulting Sarah to her face. And Sarah becomes so, so depressed, so discouraged that she climbs up to the upper room and she's got a rope with the intention of hanging herself. She's in mortal anguish. But a thought occurs to her, if I kill myself, if I commit suicide, then my father will go to the grave, go to the grave in, in great sadness and depression. So as a respect for her father, she decides that she's not going to commit suicide. Now, not only does Tobit offer to God a fervent, heart-rending prayer, but also Sarah, she offers to the Lord a fervent, heart-rending, passionate prayer. These two prayers have pierced the skies. These two prayers of Tobit and Sarah have pierced the heavens. And God decides that he will resolve this problem. And often God, in the world in which we live, will work by secondary causes. God can react directly. God is God. But often God will utilize secondary causes. And the secondary cause that God will use is by the ministry of the angels. So God is going to send an angel, and his name is Raphael, the archangel Raphael, to resolve this, these two very serious problems. These two tragedies will be turned into great victories. So God sends the Archangel Raphael. We have in the Bible three archangels mentioned. Saint Michael, who is like unto God. Here's the statue of Saint Michael the Archangel. 
Then we have St. Gabriel, who appeared to Mary, announcing the good news, meaning power of God. Then we have the Archangel Raphael, the protagonist of the book of Tobit. Raphael means medicine of God or God heals. So Raphael arrives in the presence of Tobit and his son Tobias. So Tobias, the son of Tobit, has to he has to collect a certain amount of money that is owed to him, as well as to visit the house of Sarah, to whom he will ask to be his wife. So let's walk with let's walk with the archangel Raphael and Tobias. So I'm going to be pointing out different different patronages we can have invoking Raphael. So Raphael will accompany Tobias to his destination. I'd even call him the angelic GPS. How about that? The angelic GPS. There are no maps or Thomas guides or electronic GPSs back then, obviously. So he's going to be the companion to guide, to lead Tobias to his destiny. Let us ask the Archangel Raphael to be our companion, to accompany us on our highway to heaven. There are so many different detours in our life, so many different temptations, so many different detours. Let's ask Raphael to be our traveling companion, to direct us on this straight and narrow path, as Jesus says. As he's walking with Tobias, the archangel Gabriel, uh, Raphael, they're walking along the seashore, and they get a fish. So you can see right here, he's got a fish. Big fish in his hand. Fish is going to be used for a couple reasons. A couple very important reasons. Excuse me. So, Raphael and Tobias, they arrive safe and sound at the home of Sarah, her father, mother, the Ragwell family. So, here's another patronage of Raphael. 
He is a patron saint of travelers, but also he's a patron saint of happy meetings. The patron saint of travelers, but also the patron saint of happy meetings. Let's apply this to ourselves. My friends, sometimes we have to go to visit someone or a meeting or a conference which we do not look forward to. Could be even a family meeting where we know there's going to be certain family members that don't really agree with us. We're going to have to have maybe a conference with a boss or someone like that. And it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough one. Why not invite the Archangel Raphael to be with you in this family meeting? Because he is, he is the patron saint of happy meetings, among men, many other things. Excuse me again. So he is the patron saint of happy meetings. Then Tobias meets Sarah. Who will be his future wife. There's another patronage. Many of you have sons and daughters who, as of yet, they're not married. In our lives, the most important decision we will make is our vocational decision. For me, it was to choose to become a priest and a religious priest. Very, very, very important decision, and I took it very seriously. Very seriously. But for most people, most of you were already married, but many of your children are not married yet. Even now, you should pray to God, pray to Mary, pray to St. Joseph, and pray to the Archangel Raphael that your son or daughter would meet the right spouse that God has planned for them. Actually, there's a Saint Raphael, there's a Saint Raphael website for those who are pursuing. The married life. Some people agree with utilizing web website connections. Others prefer not to do that. But anyway, there is a, a Raphael.net website for those who are seriously considering, considering the married life. So Raphael connects. He connects Tobias with, with Sarah. Okay, next. You'll see that the Archangel Raphael has that fish. I've already mentioned that a couple of times. 
Why the fish? The fish will come in handy for two reasons. Let's start with the first. As mentioned earlier, Sarah has had seven prospective husbands. And every time the husband, prospect husband, goes in with Sarah to the wedding chamber to consummate the marriage. The the name of a devil whose name is Asmodeus enters into the chamber and slays the prospect husband. So what the Archangel Gabriel Raphael does is it tells uh, tells them to burn part of the fish. To burn part of the fish, the liver of the fish. So this is meant to be an exorcism. As an exorcism to expel the bad spirits. So in a very real sense, when we're tempted by the devil, we can turn to St. Michael the Archangel. Here's a statue of St. Michael the Archangel. But also we can turn to St. Raphael. That through his prayers, the evil spirits, the evil spirits will be cast out. That's right, the evil spirits will be cast out. Now, why is it that those seven prospective husbands were slain by Asmodeus? My humble interpretation is the following. That these men, instead of wanting to marry Sarah for noble purposes, to have children, to raise the children in the fear of the Lord. These men perhaps wanted to marry her due to lust. And John Paul II, I mentioned this the other day, gave more than a hundred talks on his Wednesday catechesis on the theology of the body. Now we can summarize one of the most salient points of the theology of the body, the teaching John Paul II, in two basic ideas. Is that John Paul II insists upon the dignity of the human person. That every person is created in the image and likeness of God. And even more so, once we're baptized, we actually become sons and daughters of God. So as human persons, we have great dignity and great destiny because we're destined 
to go to heaven. Our destiny is to go to heaven. However, it could be as such, it could be as such, that we can look at a person as an object. An object to be used, to be utilized, and to be discarded afterward. Pope Francis calls it the throwaway society. And that refers to the whole idea of lust. Instead of seeing the innate dignity of the human person, we can see the person as an object to be utilized. So that's one of the reasons why I honestly believe that God allowed Asmodeus to come in and to slay those seven men because they're pursuing Sarah due to lustful desires rather than for the noble purpose of marrying her until death do they part to raise a family. So, Raphael says, burn the fish. And by burning the fish, the evil spirits will be cast out. So the father of Sarah writes up a marriage document giving his daughter as a wife. And then we read this yesterday. Sarah and Tobias, they go into the wedding chamber. And both Sarah and Tobias offer to God a very, very beautiful prayer. A very, very beautiful prayer that all married couples should pray. The essence of this prayer of Sarah and Tobias is to praise God, the Creator. To thank God. To worship God. And to bless their married life. And both are praying to God saying that they do not marry due to lust. But for a noble purpose so that they will praise God and be able to raise a family. So, the prayer ends with that. They go to bed, they consummate the marriage, and the evil spirit, Esmodius, has no place in their lives. So we see how this archangel... Raphael has resolved this one problem. The problem of Sarah losing seven spouses and Sarah finding through the mediation of Raphael her future spouse, Tobias. One very serious problem resolved. Now, there's still another problem that has to be resolved. 
That problem is that Tobit is totally blind. Tobias's father, Tobit, is blind. For several years, he's been deprived of his sight. It happened because he was burying the dead. He is carrying out one of the corporal works of mercy. But he still is blind. And suffering very much. So let's follow up in the story. Tobias and Sarah are married. And they will make the trip to the home of Tobias and Tobit, the newly married couple. So once again, they're traveling. They're traveling side by side with the Archangel Raphael. Once again, my friends, in our lives, there are so many dangers. There are so many detours. There are so many pitfalls. There are so many precipices. Jesus says that the road that leads to hell is wide and spacious, and many choose that. Whereas the road that leads to eternal life is very narrow. Let's beg the Archangel Raphael to help us to choose the narrow path, which is by means of carrying our cross. So they arrive, safe and sound, at the home of Tobit. And the mother's name is Anna. Upon arriving, the father of Tobias is filled with joy. Don't forget the Archangel Raphael is the patron saint of happy meetings. So I'd like to insist that when we are having family meetings, family gatherings, to invite to invite the Archangel Raphael to be present with you. Invite the Archangel Raphael to be present with you. So in this meeting, still the Father, the Father, He suffered because of his blindness. Now don't forget the Archangel Raphael still has that fish. And he's known that the, the angelic GPS, but also he's known as the angelic physician. He still has that fish. And don't forget the name of Raphael. 
Michael means who is like unto God. Gabriel means power of God. And Raphael means medicine of God or God heals. So God tells Tobit, who is with his beautiful new wife, Sarah, to take once again the gall of the fish. And the fish has been used The fish has been used already as a a means of exorcism to expel the bad spirit. Now the gall of fish is going to be used for another purpose. The gall of the fish is going to be applied to the eyes of the blind Tobit. That's right, to the eyes of the blind Tobit. So once the gall of the fish is applied to the eyes of the blind Tobit, something like scales, something like scales fall from the eyes of Tobit and the poor man who's been blind for several years recovers his sight and he's able to see his son and his beautiful bride Sarah and can you imagine (coughs) can you imagine the great rejoicing that the father must have experienced in having his sight restored and the first to see is his son and his beautiful wife. There is overflowing joy in rejoicing. And they turn to their traveling companion, Raphael, And they want to give him money. (coughs) And they want to praise him. But the Archangel Raphael says, Do not give me any money, much less praise me. He says, I am one of the seven angels that stands before the throne of God. Therefore, praise and thank and worship God because all of this has come about because of the goodness of God in which Raphael wants to reflect the goodness and the miracle that came about through his mediation but it was really God that carried out those miracles. And the story ends as such. It's a beautiful story. So, what I'd like to do, my friends, in a few 
minutes we have at our disposal. I was able to write down this morning all the different means by which the Archangel Raphael can help, can help us. So if you're taking notes, uh, I wrote down several, many ways in which he is a patron saint. Number one, he is known as the angelic physician. And his name means medicine of God or God, God heals. Let us place underneath his wings our own health, our physical health, our moral health, and our emotional, emotional health, and the health of our family members. Number two, the Archangel Raphael is a patron saint of travelers. We all are traveling. Some of us have short trips, others medium trips, others have long trips. Let's pray, pray that when we travel, especially on the freeway, that we would have a safe trip. <coughs> but even more so. Let's pray that the Archangel Raphael will help us to make it safe and sound to our eternal destiny, which is heaven. That is even more important. Third, I've said it twice, but I'll say it again. The Archangel Raphael is a patron saint of happy meetings. So before meeting people, Invite the Archangel Raphael to be with you. Next. The Archangel Raphael is also the patron of friendship. In a world in which it's difficult at times to trust other people, a world in which it's difficult to establish solid, wholesome, sanctifying friends, why not ask the Archangel Raphael to help us to establish good friendships and let's ask him to be, let's ask him to be one of our angelic friends. Next. He took the fish and he burnt it, and it was a type of exorcism. Let's ask the Archangel Raphael to expel the bad spirits from our lives. 
We can also ask the Archangel Michael that in our battle against the devil and his minions, that Raphael and Michael and Gabriel would help us in our spiritual combat. Next, the Archangel Raphael is also the patron saint of courtships. Spanish, the word is noviazgo. Noviazgo, courtships. Let's pray that our young people (coughs) will choose the right person that leads us into the patron saint of marriages. Too many marriages are based on lust rather than on the noble purpose of wanting to marry so as to raise a good family. So let's beg the Archangel Gabriel that our children who are called to the married life will not seek to marry simply (coughs) to satisfy their passions, but rather to form a good, solid family. Next. We move from Sarah and Tobit to Tobias to Tobit and his blindness. So Raphael tells Tobit to take the gall of the fish to apply it to his father's eyes for medicinal purposes. This is done. This is done, and as a consequence, the scales that were blinding Tobit fall from his eyes. And he's able to see once again and to see his son with his wife Sarah. So let's ask the Archangel Raphael this very, very important grace that he would watch over our, our eyesight. Watch over our eyesight. So that we would be able to live that beatitude which you find in St. Matthew chapter 5, verse 8, where Jesus says, Blessed are the pure of heart, for they will see God. Let's pray that the Archangel Raphael will help us to use our eyes not to look at bad things, because there are many temptations out there to look at bad things. Let's beg for the grace to use our eyes to look at good things. 
to contemplate the beauty of God in creation. To contemplate the greatness of God and the Word of God. To contemplate the sublimity of God in the Blessed Sacrament. In the words of the psalmist, look to the Lord and be radiant with joy. Don't you love that? Look to the Lord. Look to the Lord and be radiant with joy. Blessed are the pure of heart for they will see God. The angel Raphael is also the patron saint of family unity. He's uniting two families in love. The word devil in Greek, diablos, means division. The devil wants to divide. But my friends, in unity there is strength. Let's pray to the Archangel Raphael that he'll help us to have harmony and unity within the bonds of our families. And then, the very end of the book of Tobit, the Archangel Raphael reveals himself. He is not a human person, but he is an angelic person. He doesn't want to take their money. But what he tells them to do is to praise and worship and thank God. So let us turn to the Archangel Raphael also. And beg him for the spirit of prayer. That because of his intercession... that we will learn more and more how to pray. How to thank God. How to praise God. How to worship God. That we would learn to praise and adore and worship God in this life. So that we will do this in heaven for all eternity. So my friends, you have a new friend. And that new friend is the Archangel Raphael. (coughs) My name is Father Ed Broom. I'm an oblate of the Virgin Mary. And I'd like to invite you to share our conversation and honor St. Raphael to your many friends. And this conversation can give them a lot of consolation and hope because we're not afraid, we're not alone. We have our angelic friends to be with us.
and I'll give you my priestly blessing. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.